Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer, now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix, and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for that real estate entrepreneur. So hit that subscribe button, please. Give it a like, and then, of course, please feel free to share this with someone else that might get value. Today's podcast is all about using roadmaps other real estate entrepreneurs have put in place. Finding people physically and digitally to mentor you can be an incredibly powerful thing to do. Trying to sit in an empty room and wait for divine inspiration can be an overwhelming task, whereas researching the path others have taken in your field and then putting your thumbprint on it Making it yours is something that I have certainly done over the years, and I will go into it at length in another episode of The Real Estate Entrepreneur. Mentors and mentorship is something that I am incredibly passionate about. Now, finding people to be a mentor can be a challenge, right? Now, I've got some tips that I'm going to go through with you about uh, people that are in your immediate life that you can have as a mentor. But first of all, I kind of want to I want to talk about the whole theory of, well, why should I have a mentor? Why should I bother? You know, I can get everything I need. I'm just going to Google it and, and do this and do that. Well, that's fine and dandy. But the, the, for me, success isn't something that necessarily I created. Success is me following the footsteps of people that have done a very similar thing to what I've done before. And I learn from their mistakes and then I make my own mistakes. But nevertheless, having someone go forth before you is incredibly valuable. And there are a whole myriad of people that you can have as an inspiration. I'm going to get into it in a second. So for me, education and learning, learning is something that I just, I have a personal insatiable appetite to learn. I have to learn, you know, it's ironic because I dropped out of high school and I wasn't a particularly good student, but I I have this insatiable desire to know more, know more, know more from people I admire. And I just kind of drink it up. I drink from the fire hose of life because, you know, this is all we got, right? We got one shot at this. A lot of people say that. A friend of mine, I'm not going to get too morbid right now, but a friend of mine just passed away, a young fella, 44-year-old, and he won't have any more days in his life. So as far as I'm concerned, every day is gravy. I'm a very, very lucky man. I got three beautiful children, a great wife, a great business, and I got you guys. So learning, learning, I feel, I almost feel like it's my duty to learn. And education is something that I just gulp down. I'm going to get into exactly what I mean in a second. (laughs) I was very tempted to not mention the next thing I'm about to mention, but I'm going to mention it. Okay, so I don't know if you get, this sounds like I'm inserting an infomercial right now. Do you have the afternoon crash? Well, I have a remedy for you. So 
I have been experimenting with somewhat something. As you guys know, I'm vegan one week, I'm paleo the next, I'm this, that, and the other. So I have to tell you guys, I have been doing the um, kind of the bulletproof thing. And for those of you guys who don't know what it is, I'm not going to get into it. Just look up bulletproof coffee. I've traded out my breakfast for a bulletproof coffee. And I have to tell you, I think the results are miraculous. My attention, which has always been pretty good, is now still laser pointed deep in the afternoon. Bulletproof coffee, give it a whirl. It's insane when you read it, but it has worked for me and I've tried frigging everything. Okay. So one of the problems with mentorship or finding a mentor is physically actually finding them, right? But I believe there are some things that we need to do first. In order to move towards the light, we have to do something that's very, very difficult. And friends and family and colleagues and, you know, other real estate agents in my case or in a lot of people's case that's watching – Unfortunately, I think, and this doesn't make people bad or good, it just makes it is, it is what it is. But I feel that the majority of people are pre-programmed to resist change. And I feel that certainly in my experience, most people tend to have not the most crazy optimistic outlook on life. They tend to be like either play in the middle or, or kind of go, mm, well, that'll never work. So what I did is, I'm going to share this again just because it's relevant, right? A lot of you guys out there know I'm sober. I've been sober a long, long time. I'm very active. There's mentoring in that program as well. And the only way that I could get sober was to surround myself with other men who they had something I wanted and they had sobriety. And and in some of their cases, they had families. Some of them had success. And so what I did is, I this is an extreme case, but I'm doing it to demonstrate the point. I had to get, not get rid of, I used to, I had to stop hanging out with all my boys that I used to go clubbing with and that I used to go drinking with because I knew as much as I loved them, if I hung out with them, I wasn't going to be successful at staying sober, which was so important to me at that point. And I'm happy to say 17 years later, I'm still sober and it's because I keep moving towards the light. So let's flip this into business. So in business, When you are taking risk, when you are going for it, some people do this out of envy. Some people do it out of insecurity. But a lot of people will say, it's it's okay. I don't really like it. You know, it's, it's all right. I just don't really see that working. And if we allow that into us, it can stop us dead in our tracks. So I'm going to give you the debating. I've talked about the debating society that live right here. In my case, I have a very, very active debating society that tell me none of my ideas will work, except the very first voice that's a very quiet voice. When I come up with an idea, it'll be like, yeah, that's great, Pete, go for it. And then the rest of them will go, no, failure, it's awful, I hate it, it'll never work. And I don't really bounce it off too many people. I kind of just go with my gut. I don't listen at my head, I listen at my heart, and I go for it. So... When it comes to finding people who have something, what if you want to be successful in business, it kind of makes sense that you need to surround yourself with other people that are successful in the business that you're in. Now, naturally, you can even real estate, you can't join a brokerage where everybody is successful, but hopefully there's one person or two people at a company that you can kind of, you know, be 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 close to that you can that you can learn and be inspired by. The other 
part to this is you got to lose all the negative chatter. If people are bringing you down, you just got to kind of love them from afar and say, you know what? God bless you. You you and I are on different paths right now. I think the world of you, but just for right now, I've got some stuff I want to do. So I'm just going to wish you the best. Negative chatter begins to permeate. In my case, it kind of sinks in in the middle of the night. I wake up and I go, well, maybe Bob's right. Maybe it is a stupid idea. And then here is, I'm going to give you some actual like tips right now. I'm going to give you some tips. So everybody, it doesn't matter what sphere you're in, a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker, a real estate agent, a brain surgeon, whatever it is, there are going to be people that you admire. And there are going to be people that you know that you admire. So here is the tip number one. Tip number one. Drum roll. Ask one person out a week for coffee, right? Here is the fear. Here is the debating society. The debating society says, oh, they're too busy. They're not going to go. You know, why would he come? I'm a new guy. Why would he Why would he come out for a cup of coffee with me? That is the number one reason why people fail because they feel like they're intruding. I'm not saying you come up and grab someone by the scruff of the neck and say, yo, let's go for a latte. But you maybe say to them, hey, when you have five minutes, can I buy you a coffee or can I take you to the water fountain? I'd just love to pick your brain for five minutes. You will be amazed out of a hundred people that you ask, 95 of them will say, yeah, no problem. I'll be happy to, right? So tip number one, buy someone a coffee a week that you admire. Tip number two, once a month or more, if you can do it once a week, great. Once a month, take someone you admire out for lunch. Now, here is the thing. If you're in sales and there's a lot of people who are, are, who are in, in an entrepreneurial sphere, getting shut down is part of the gig. If people say no, move on to someone else and make sure you are finding a steady stream of people that you admire that you can invite out. You will be amazed what you can pick up in five minutes that you can read 10 books for and that you won't find. So that is the other tip. Let me dive in and give you some more. Okay. I want to give you an example. I've used this example before, and this was a music business example. When I was back in the in the record industry in the 90s, I was a young, hungry electronic record producer, but I was literally like a, I was like a T-boy. I was the lowest of the low. I was a runner and I, it was just awful. But there were these guys that came into the studio and they were called programmers. This was at the birth of electronic music when all sounds were held on floppy disks. That's how long ago this is. And they used to walk in with these silver photography cases full of floppy disks that were what, what we call samples, which are like drum beats and you know, trumpet samples and vocal samples, all of the stuff that made those crazy records in the 90s. And I would literally be drooling as I looked at these photography cases full of sounds because I needed those sounds. There were two types of programmers, right? There were two types. Type number one would say, hey, don't look at my shit and don't even think about touching it. And they would lock that case at night and they would keep everything to themselves really close to their chest so that me and other junior guys couldn't get in. And then there were other programmers that could see that we were all just like drooling over the sounds and they would leave their cases open at night and they would say, copy whatever you want and then just make sure you put the discs back in the same order. Fair play. The first group of producers who names, whose names I can't remember went on to do nothing. The second group of producers that gave it all away they gave away their, their private and personal sounds, went on to become some of Britain's biggest record producers in the 90s, doing Tears for Fears, doing Madonna, 
doing, you name it, all of these massive, massive, massive artists. And they were just free with whatever they learned. That made such an impression on me. It's something that I have had carry through with me through my entire career. And that my company, PLG, we share everything. We give everything away. There is camaraderie. There is love. There is autonomy. And there is none of this. There's no clicks. There's no like, you know, screw you. I'm not going to give you my techniques. We give it all away. So let's get back to the mentors, right? Mentors, especially really, really good ones, are generally probably very busy. So you need more than one, right? Hopefully you've got one or two in your life that can be that lunch date, right? Maybe you've got three or four people that once every quarter, you take them out for lunch and you learn something, okay? So now let's talk about mentors that you don't even know. This is something that I built my business upon, both record industry and real estate. That thirst for knowledge that I spoke about early on was satiated by going on and looking at websites, books, podcasts. And I'm going to come back to podcasts in a second. And there are a whole bunch of people out there that don't know me, but I know them. And I feel like I know them as well as my own brother because I've, I've eaten and consumed everything that they have put out. And it made such a huge impression on me. It has navigated how I do business to the point, And I'm going to risk sounding crazy here that when I have had to make business decisions, I imagine that Richard Branson is sitting across the table from me, slurping on a latte. I shut my eyes and because I've read his books and I kind of know how he thinks, I say to Richard, you know, Richard, should I invest in X? And I hear Richard Branson go, well, have you thought about it? Do you think it makes sense? How far have you got with your thought process? The answer is always the same for me. It's 65%. When Richard hears me say 65%, he goes, screw it, let's do it. That was his famous phrase, right? And conversely, I have been talked out of stuff by some of my mentors that live in my head. I'm beginning to sound crazy, but I want to give you guys some of the information that I digest on a daily basis. So let's get into people currently that could be mentors that freely give their stuff away. Who gives their stuff away so freely? You would be amazed. There are a million of them. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time to bust out your pens. You need to write down these podcasts. I'm going to give you seven. Why am I going to give you seven? Because in Los Angeles, in every city, we have a commute to work there and back, most likely. Or we have some point in the day where we have downtime. I would like to think it's at least 30 minutes, maybe even 45. So now I am going to give you podcasts that I listen to on a daily basis. And there are more than what I'm going to show you right now. Okay, so the podcasts are the following. The podcast that I love to bits And this guy will probably never, ever meet me, but I feel like I know him inside out. His name is Reed Hoffman. He was the creator of LinkedIn, which I don't particularly love, but I love his podcast and it's called Masters of Scale. Yes, Masters of Scale. Please watch it, listen to it, or rather listen to it. It's an audio podcast. He interviews the giants of industry and you will learn more from, I have learned more from that podcast than I have from any book. Okay, number two. I'm sure a lot of you guys already know these. Number two is Tim Ferriss. Listen to the Tim Ferriss podcast. His can go kind of long. So I, I listen at Tim Ferriss 
probably the least out of the list I'm going to give you, but his podcasts are badass and he too interviews the giants of industry. There's another one by John Nestor called Hack the Entrepreneur. This guy puts one out every week. They are brilliant. They're about 30 to 40 minutes long, bite-sized, and you can listen to them at the gym, on the bus, on the subway, driving home. There's always a moment, right, when we can learn from this. I'm going to carry on. So all of these are business. You've got Hack the Entrepreneur. You've got the Tim Ferriss podcast. You've got Masters of Scale by Reid Hoffman. And then if you want to have your mind kind of melded and changed, one of the grandfathers of modern motivation is Seth Godin. Just look up the Seth Godin podcast of Seth Godin videos. That guy is amazing. And I believe he inspired people such as Gary V. Gary V is someone I digest a lot of his stuff because it really, really helps kick my ass, right? So Seth Godin and Gary V, I find are really great. They were obviously inspired by other people, probably Napoleon Hill going back. And then if you want to learn how to do videos, right, you can sit in a room like this and go, well, I've just, I have no idea. What do I do? I just don't know where to begin. Okay, I'm not going to do anything. Or you can watch people like Casey Neistat, right? Go onto YouTube and watch Casey Neistat. I learned how to vlog by watching him. I'm like, oh, transitions. Oh, music. Oh, that's how you tell a story. And I watched and I watched and I watched and then I did my own and my own and my own. Now, I don't think my vlogs will ever be as good as Casey's, but you know what? I have a, he, I've never met him, probably never will, but I feel like I know him inside out and I, I owe him a debt of gratitude. And if you want to know about cameras and equipment, Peter McKinnon is another one. Peter McKinnon on YouTube. Last but not least is this one. If you want to know about anything and everything real estate, Bigger Pockets is a podcast that is just mind blowing. I remember sitting, and I'm not going to mention any company names, but I remember sitting in classes when I was a new agent at this company that I first worked for. And I'm like, these guys are in the dark ages. They're just clueless. There is nothing that they're telling me that feels anything relevant. It feels like it's 15 years old. So I went hunting around and I found stuff and I'm like, wow, these guys are telling me exactly what I need to hear. And I will finish with this because I do have to mention, I have to mention sobriety because it's such a big part of my life. The only way I managed to stay sober was by helping other guys because that's kind of the gig. You help people to help yourself. And I think it's exactly the same in life. It's exactly the same in business. And I'm going to give you my kind of my hashtag for the day, which is knowledge is never owned it is just borrowed and it is our duty to pass it on. If you do this, I think you're going to live a sad little horrid life and fade out at the end. Yes, I don't care. I'm being brutal. Whereas if you give it all away, it's amazing. You give and then you get 10 times back more. That's about it for another podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Mentors have been such a valuable part of my growth in business and frankly in life. So I hope you got something from this. As always, please leave your comments. We love getting them. Don't forget to subscribe. And most importantly, please share this with someone else that you think might get value from it. And I will look forward to seeing you all again next week on the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks so much.